Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. I think you're in the right place. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. We're going to do the rest. And what is the rest? Well, tonight's Thursday, so it's after the glass slipper, our ongoing uh, fairy tale story featuring Cinderella's stepmother, Agatha. But basically, the concept of Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, we do different stuff, but the uh, basics are the same. I'm going to create a safe place where where you can uh, set aside whatever's running through your brain, whatever is romping around in your head saying blah, blah, blah. And every time you think you're settled down, it starts picking at you. And you change position, but you can't change your thoughts. It's it's a hard thing to do. Don't don't blame yourself for it. It's tough. But I'm going to create a safe place where you can you know put those aside. You just listen to me. I'm going to try to distract you from whatever's going on in your brain. You listen to the story. Believe it or not, if you start listening, those other thoughts in your brain will start listening. And then my story will just kind of go on and on. It'll be a little bit boring, a little bit lulling, a little bit soothing, a lot ridiculous or, you know, absurd, I guess, would be another term. But, but, you know, no heavy thinking involved. Actually, no... You don't know involved. You just listen. You say, well, huh, that Agatha, huh? I'm more interested in Cinderella. I saw the movie, and then I uh, I bought the book. But the stepmother, you know, she's more, isn't it? She, she's in It's a story about, okay, I'll listen for a little bit here. Okay, she's talking a lot. What is she? She's doing some explaining. Oh, talking about her feelings. Well, I think I'll talk. I think I'll fall asleep. And so a lot of times you don't even know what you're asleep. The next thing you know, you're like, whoa, a podcast. It wasn't interesting. It was, you know, mildly interesting, mildly entertaining, mildly funny, uh, mildly uh, whatever. That's that's how we do it. Uh, you might say, well, what, why, what, what, who in the right mind would do a podcast to put people to sleep? That's not like, uh, you know, that's not a mind melder. Or that doesn't go by the name Mesmaro or Mind Morrow or, uh, oh, you know, or says stuff like one, be one with your mind and your breath and your spirit. Well, you know, you're not, what the heck's wrong with you? Well, a lot's wrong with me. Am I in my right mind? Absolutely not. But it brings up a good point. You're, you know, I've gone through this nighttime rigmarole. I've got one of those brains. Let me just, I live in California. We got this water crisis out here. Now, sometime, somehow my brain, instead of giving me solutions to problems, I'm, I'm always the problem, but, but I can't do anything about it. If, if I, the, the, the thoughts that keep me awake at night, I got a drippy faucet, right? Water crisis, you'd say, okay, well, either you could look at it two ways. Normal person maybe would say, well, you're wasting a lot of water there. You better get a fix. Or the you know reverse side might say, "Wow, you could save a lot of water if you fix that, or put something under the water, you know, to collect the water." Either way, you could you know be helping not do bad, or you could be doing good, or you could you know be making an ice cold drink for yourself. Water is good. Um, no, my brain's like, "Geez, what a terrible person you are! That you have a drippy fuss. What is wrong with you?" 
And it goes on like that for hours. And I said, well, I was going to fix the faucet, but now I feel terrible about myself. And then that thought's right that, well, there you go. You, 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 and it's like, uh, man, maybe it don't matter if you fix the faucet anyway because you're a terrible person. What, and then I'm like, well, wait a second. I thought I was a terrible person because I didn't fix the faucet. Now you're telling me I shouldn't bother? And then the faucet will be like, I'll be like, yeah. And then I'll be like, okay, well, let's sit down and relax. It. Well, what are you doing that for? You, you should be fixing the faucet, you terrible person. And then I say, well, wait, which one is it? I don't get it. And, and then that part of my brain says, both, buddy. Ha, ha, ha. It doesn't even, but it's not that forthright. It doesn't tell me that. That it's got me going. It's got me coming. Instead of being like, uh, hey, let's save some water. Hey, let's have some water. Um. I don't know, anybody that could follow that, we're probably in the same boat. If you could follow it, like, at one degree of that madness, this podcast might help you. I hope it does, because, you know, I know what it's like, whether one night, even if it's Christmas Eve, you can't sleep, you're like, man, I want to get to sleep so I can open up those presents already. Or if it's like your tenth night in a row, you can't get to sleep, or your schedule change and you can't get to sleep. I know what it's like, man, I've been through it. And a lot of people, they can't really, they say, oh, well, you know, what, what, did you have warm milk? And you're like, didn't you hear me? I haven't slept in 10 nights, buddy. Warm milk ain't going to do shit. I feel like, you know, there's bugs on the insides of my eyeballs. And, you know, my hair is sweating. My, you know, you see that? It, it feels like it is my hair sweating. It feels like my hair sweating, not my hair follicles, my actual hair. And then they say, oh, Barry, you, you need to get some sleep. And then you're like, no. So people that can sleep, they don't really, uh, you know, they don't understand the pain and the terrible isolation that people feel when they're stuck not sleeping. I do. And I happen to not be, a, you know, I happen to be a, a mediocre storyteller with the ability to talk in uh, circles. So here you go. That's it. A plus B divided by uh, insanity equals this podcast. And I'm glad you're here. And I'm, uh, and I'm glad you're here. I hope this podcast helps you fall asleep. It was all in good fun. I'm not mean to my... I mean, you know, I'm trying to help. Uh, I like doing this. I like telling stories just because they... Uh, my critic says they're terrible. I'm like, mediocre is a compliment. Or maybe they're... You know, they're just... You know, stories have fun. To put your mind at ease, all right? So I hope I help you fall asleep, all right? And uh, that's it. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, you can email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Give me on Twitter, at Dearest Scooter, on Facebook. Uh, you can comment on the website. Love to hear from you. If you want to help out the podcast, you, you know what you could do? Go over to iTunes and review and rate us. Write a nice review. Write your opinion. You know, write, maybe even tell me a little bit about your experiences. And if you want to help the podcast out, another thing you can do is uh, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. I'm working on a little crossover episode with Chris Posty Posters and over at Sounds Like an Earful podcast. Email me your dream. Now, I'm going to, it'll be public. I won't publicize your name, but I'm looking for some dreams that people have had for a crossover podcast. So if you want to email me your dream, you could do. That's probably the best way to do it. Put it in there, uh, crossover dream or something. Any dream about anything, but it shouldn't. Have, you know, it doesn't have to have anything to do with the podcast. Because ideally, it's going to be 
you know, in a story that'll be on the podcast or it might be on Chris's podcast. I don't know, but but it won't, you know, won't be self-referential. I don't know. But anyway, I'm glad you're here, and I do help. I hope I help you fall asleep. Thank you. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson, who does our music. Scotty and Jennifer uh, running our iconic, iconic artwork. Thank you. And I'm going to just get straight into the uh, other thank yous. And, you know, all, all you long-term, you know, of course I love you guys. And, uh, oh, just a heads up, um, Periscope update, since this is, I'm recording these thank yous on Wednesday. I will uh, probably not, uh, probably Periscope probably won't come up on Sunday, maybe for a half hour on Monday and Tuesday. But what I'll try to do is try to figure out something fair for East Coast people. Maybe, maybe it'll figure out if there's a way that I can send you notifications. Like maybe, I don't know when I'm going to be recording this weekend. Every day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, maybe I'll try to post on Facebook. Maybe Sunday in the middle of the day, I'll just do the uh, warm up for the podcast. I'll periscope that. Maybe I don't know. But anybody that's interested in that, oh boy, go to Periscope, I think. Google that. Um, and again, if this app's going to be a problem, it's kind of like, let's explore other options. All right, let me thank some people. Julia uh, made a comment on the website. She said, uh, you know, to give a shout-out would make Julia's evening. And then I was thinking of that. One of my favorite scenes in any movie I don't know if it's my favorite, but one of my favorite scenes, and a great song by itself, but from Royal Tenenbaums, one of my favorite movies, one of my favorite scenes is when Royal's with the boys, and he, me and Julio down by the schoolyard's playing, and then Royal makes a little bit of his, oh, jeez, I literally have goosebumps thinking about that scene, how much I love it. And uh, so then I was thinking, me and Julia, thanking Julia on the podcast. I'm going to thank some other listeners. But I want to wanna thank Julia now. But I want to thank Laurel, too, who sent me GOT Religion News. Thanking you on the podcast. Uh <laughs> All right, better. I don't know. That that's probably fair use. That's inhaling, whistling. Let's try exit. Thinking you on the podcast, uh, Emily, uh, Nicole, and Aaron RSVP'd for the meetup. Thank you guys. Silvertone Marty RSVP'd. I want to thank people from Twitter, Lindsay G, uh, just uh, talking today. Maggie L, a little concerned about my voice. Uh, probably I've gotten back to you by the time you're here, this Maggie, but could be lack of tea. And I love saying things that rhyme, it, but it could be lack of tea. I have not had, since I've been back to Florida, normalcy of of routine uh, has not returned in a way that I have tea when I'm recording the podcast. I did that for maybe a month or two to varying degrees of success. If you listen to bloopers, there's many scalding incidents with the tea. 
But uh, could could be I don't know. I think my voice as I'm listening to my voice now, this is probably what I sound like in real life. Uh, maybe I don't know. Who knows? I don't. I mean, I do talk to. Unfortunately, I talk to myself a lot, but I have I hear my head inside my head. I don't know. Thank you for your concern, though. Uh, if anybody else says my voice is weird, let me know. Maybe there's something weird in my production chain. I mean, it's a small chain, um, so it'd be easy to say, well, is it the recorder, the microphone, or the preamp? Because that's it. So it, could, it might be settings off. Who knows, since my trip. So thank you, Maggie. I'm going to say hi to Katie S., Mark, Claire, Marcy, over on Facebook, Jen W., Judy S., Alexandra, Laura, you know, friend, you know, community, community ending it up, Grizz Chicken, Teddy, Tracy B., Jessica, Joel. I thought, I thought I thanks Eli in here. Eli just had a long flight, and the podcast helped with the, um, what do you call that, jet lag. Uh, so thank you, uh, Eli, or and uh, let's see, reviews. Pinterest used to be good. Gave us a nice review. Brenda from Par- Paraguay. Paraguay. Is that the correct saying in that? Paraguay? Paraguay. I want to say guay. Why? Why? Tell them you're from thinking. Brenda from Paraguay. Why? Why? Because I like to say thanks to my listeners. <laughs> Why? Why? Because I love thank yous that rhyme. Why, why, thank you, Brenda from Paraguay. That's why I'm thanking you from the podcast sky. Uh, finally, they call me El Toro. And uh, uh, they call me El Toro's girlfriend. Nice little, uh, I'm not sure what country you, you place your review in. It came to me through this convoluted method I attempted to try to get uh, international reviews. Uh, but I have a backup method that comes at the end of the month. But I say, hey, let's try a more convoluted way that might, you know. But anyway, they call me El Toro. El to- El- they call me the sloth. That's another song. I better stop this singing. But I like to, it does what it says on the tin. Podcast puts you to sleep. They call me El Toro says, Hey, they called this podcast Sleep With Me, and it works. So thank you. And thank you all for listening, those of you, the silent um, the silent majority. And there's nothing wrong with being the silent majority. Don't shame, don't let the, uh, you know, r- r- nighttime rigmarole say, you know, if you have time, review us or whatever, do it. But, you know, if, you, if you're, you know, running through life quiet as a dormouse or a church mouse, you know, I, I wish I had a song like that, but I'd say, uh, why, why, don't blame yourself for being quiet, I, da, da, well, I want to say thank you anyway, bye-bye. <laughs> so thank you so much, everybody, uh, for listening. If you're listening, thanks, uh, all right, that, see, uh, for, you know, uh, for me and Michael, if you're listening out there somewhere via spiritual digital connection what's up man i hope you you know i hope you got some peace uh, for for real too all right i'll I'll talk to you know i'll be back in four seconds good evening good evening everyone welcome to another episode of after the glass slipper i am agatha the teller of your tale cinderella's stepmother 
once known as the evil stepmother, now known as a complicated stepmother, telling the tale of what happened to Cinderella after the glass slipper, but mostly since I'm the one, you know, from my perspective, especially this tale start. Okay, let me try to catch you up. A uh, Cinderella was queen, wonderful queen. We had taken an entire community of fairy godparents. Everyone was living with, you know, 70% joy, 30%, you know, non, maybe, maybe 65, 45, but, but happy people most of the time, happy fairy godparents. Suddenly, you know, everything went from terrific to the fairy godparents becoming ill. Uh, Cinderella said, well, this is not good. More illness got worse. She said, I need to deal with this. She went out of, she said, I think this fancy kingdom, many, many journeys away, I will go there. She left me in charge. Things started, I think they were going well for a few hours. This was weeks ago, but for a few hours, when Cinderella, you know, when people knew she was still a couple days away. But anyway, then things went south or north or west or east. Well, actually, all four. Uh, people uprisings, throwing the fairies out of their houses, uh, shortages, ogre, ogre, ogre invasions, uh, contract problems. Some attempt, I think I was going to build a giant pyramid at some point, double crossing, and then uh, tricking the ogres into the fairy kingdom that was full of monsters getting trapped there. Making, finding a town full of children, well, adult fairy children, complicated. You can find all the other older episodes at afterslipwithmepodcast.com slash glass slipper. And, and so well, the closest thing I can catch you up to right now is that well, what happened? Uh, what happened? Well, we were eagerly awaiting Cinderella's return. But we knew she had been double-crossed by the uh, king she was returning with. His his huge army came. I suspect thereafter the fairy source and probably Cinderella's royal blood. I don't know. Royalty, maybe creating a royal blood. I don't know. But they had had plans to double-cross her. So I double-crossed Cinderella. She was thrown into a pit of lentils. Then they threw me into the pit of lentils. You could listen to the other episodes if this doesn't make any sense. But I've been told I don't make very much sense anyway, so just lie back. Listen to your Agatha tell. You know, all I need is one or two more weeks of your time. You know, ideally a lifetime of your time if you're... If if you if you would have me, but I know, oh, well, what is it? We, we, we don't want to have you. You're a, you're a mad woman. So let me set the stage for you. We've been thrown into a pit of lentils. Now you might say, or you might have said to yourself last week, pit, pit of lentils, that's a strange uh, thing you don't come across every day. Of course not. Uh, it was a pit we had dug right before, before the army came. I had made peace with the ogres and the monsters, and the monsters are very good diggers, like kind of like if you've seen a dog in a garden before. And you say, if it's your not your dog, if it's your dog and it's it's not your garden, you say, "Oh, look at that! I have it. Boy, that boy, he's having such a good time digging. Look, dig, look at you digging that hole! Oh, 
Look at your tail wagging. You're just dig, dig, digging, dig, dig, digging. Or, you know, or if it's a dog, it's your garden and not your dog. You say, what the good God, that dog, how did you dig up my whole life? So these uh, uh, monsters that have been, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, trained by the ogres, but, you know, brought under control by, they were digging, they dug us a lentil pit. But then the ogres, they said, well, wait a second, why would we, but we have this fairy source that's got a powerful jet of, uh, strange energy we could dig that hole faster if we figure out some and they created some pi you know aqueduct pipes because we had run it anyway so they started using the force of the ferry jet for for digging this little big hole and i said well could you let's dig a so we started they started dig dig digging i said boys i've got an idea get to the digging with your ferry jets and they said well we don't know you know we, we don't know this i said we worry who cares about side effects spray 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 that stuff right into the ground and they said well it's leaking some of it's getting into the soil and you know who knows i said i don't care dig those holes and then we had this giant hole, and we used some of the dirt to make a road. And then I said, oh, they said, well, what are you going to do with the hole? I said, well, I've always been partial to those hidden uh, pits covered with, uh, you know, bamboo and grass that I've seen heard storytellers tell tales about. But I don't suppose that's going to work, so let's fill it with lentils. And they said, lentils, where are we going to get some? And I said, well, if the children, they, you know, the fairy source creates things for their needs. The children are hungry for lentils. So then we had plenty of lentils to fill the pit. And now, believe it or not, we're, in the, we're, well, we're on the periphery of the pit. We, we, we went down to the bottom of the pit. After Cinderella was thrown into the pit, the ogres were down at the bottom in a cavern adjacent to the pit, with the lentils being held at bay by some system of, uh, what do you call it, bamboo and wood, and they pulled Cinderella into this cavern attached to the lentil pit, and they tied her up as my prisoner. And the children, they had dove in. That was not the original plan, but we had room for them, so the ogres helped them get to the bottom, and they were free. And then I was thrown into the pit by the. Now we weren't we weren't out of the far away. We were pretty much at the bottom of the pit, just next to the bottom of the lentils. And and I stayed close in in uh, uh, Xerox and uh, Greasy. And what had one of those Frito or one of the uh, Frito Lay or what was his name? Something one of a couple of the ogres that I that had taken a shine to me. And we listened, and the soldiers, they surrounded the pit, and the king or whatever the hell, prince, whoever, this big shot with the beard, he said, there's no escape, he said, we have you surrounded. And they had dogs, and they said, the dogs know you're down there, you might as well give up. You know, we know you're down there, there's no way you'd perish in a pit of, what are these, some sort of seed or something? I said, the lentils, you fool. And he said, he said, come out of your pit of lentils. I said, we can't just come out. And he said, well, we'll get you out, uh, you know, or we will wait. You know, and then they were discussing things. And he said, well, surround the pit. We need to find this source of uh, fairy power. And he said, where, 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 I can't remember what he said. I, I thought he said, f f f uh, what did he say? 
I thought he said, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. He said, oh, we were away for all no to come. He was inspecting the fairies, very god barons. He will locate the source for us. And I said, oh, no, that's a new one. And he said, because we had hidden the fairy source. We had, uh, what we had done is, well, I didn't do anything. I worked with, they, they had, so they had piped it so that some of the pipes, one was shooting off, sending the fairy energy over the wall of the aqueducts. The rest was pumping it into the ground. No, no, not exactly a, uh, Spielproof system, but this is some sort of strange energy anyway. But then the fairy source, it must have known if something was going on. So somehow the village where the children lived, it became masked as like a uh, a huddle of boulders. But I'm sure if you were investigating, no, I, I don't know, it's fairy magic. What, what do I look like? Some sort of magician. And magicians are people that pretend they're magic. What do you call yourself if you actually? I guess you are a fairy godparent, but then, what about a a wizard? Wizard, yes, wizard, wizard, or or some. I don't. And then I'm like, is that the same type of magic? Fairy magic, wizard magic, witching, witching magic, wicked, wicked magic. Yeah, you know, magic of love is Cinderella, like the magic of the heart. Oh boy, she taught used to talk about that all the time. If only I guess I, you just have to anyway. I cannot get off base here, so we, we've got. So I have somewhat of a plan. So I and I need to run it by the children. Uh, but basically, the summary is we're surrounded by this buffoon and his troops. And they, 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 I think they're planning on waiting us out or maybe waiting to find the fairy source and then they'll, they'll deal with us or they'll deal with us. It's not like we're, the real, we're really in the way. They don't know we have a bunch of ogres and creatures and, you know, an, an escape tunnel. But let me bring the children in. Uh, here in a, I think this is an antechamber. There's a larger chamber attached to it. That would be a... Uh, uh, like, like a cave-like hall. But this is a little room near the lentils where I can listen in. And he's like, okay, crazy. Xerox, go get the other children. Bring them in here. We need to speak. Okay, children, come on in. Come on. Hello. Hello. What was your, what was your, were you Burdock? Or was that one of the ogre's names? I... I just tend to be terrible with these strange... Okay, children, come on in. No, no, no. Yes, uh, please, Stack. You keep Cinderella, our prisoner, in there. I need to talk to the children alone. Yeah, children, don't look. You look so concerned and worried. Uh, what, what, what's the matter, Greasy? What, do you want to tell me something? Oh, you're, you're a little scared, Greasy. Okay, well, children, sit down. I, I, I Agatha needs to talk to you. First of all, children, I want to tell you what a wonderful job you did acting as a... Uh, as mad uh, 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 children return to the wild, wild children, I think we could call you. Children, you are the most wonderful wild children. Greasy your wild eyes. Carrying that strange staff that has always been a part of wild children's antics in the wild. Returning once... Well, I guess I don't know if you were ever civilized children, technically... 
Also, the strange matter of you being adults, but we had masked that with the fairy energy. But anyway, uh, you, you, you looked like wild children there for a while. You acted like wild children with your snarling. But I want to check, and I know now Agatha has a plan for everything, so don't be too frightened. But I know you're all snarling at Cinderella, and I want you to know that uh, Cinderella has your best interests in mind, and you will, you will make everything right. She will make everything right with you. Okay, what is it, Xerox? You're pulling on me. What about you? you? Okay, you guys can see through me already. Well, okay, children, we're going to do some more acting is what I need to run by you. I, this will be the roles of a lifetime for you. We, for all you have, you don't really have to do anything but be children. You know, be, be, now I'm going to change. I'll be the one doing the acting. But I want you in your hearts to know that the Agatha here with you now is the one who wants you to go with Cinderella and be safe. Now, I will change in my acting role to an Agatha, an Agatha of old, unfortunate children, an Agatha that lives, you know, adult things. We, Me and Cinderella are going to have a bit of an adult talk, but it will be an acting role. But instead of like the thing you'd be like, oh, Cinderella, I'm so sorry, so good. It won't be like that, children. It won't be pretty. You will hear things that you will say, oh, no, should I be afraid? No need to be afraid. Now, now I understand, children, you can't help but be afraid. What is happening? We were savage children. Then they were surrounded by soldiers. We were interacting with ogres. The woman we had blamed for everything is here. And our captive, but the woman that came, it's very, very trying times for you children. But I can tell you what you have to look forward to. If, uh, well, I think everything's going to go to plan for you guys. And so I'm going to act like I'm very mean. And remember, I told you once I was the mean, mean person to Cinderella. And I'm going to be that person again to her. What, even meaner than that, I'm I'm going to be. But I don't want you to be afraid, children. Just go, I'll just be acting for you, you, and you will go with Cinderella. Now, I will be staying here, and I will be keeping, you know, everything safe. I will be dealing with these soldiers. We are going to, you know, exchange lentils. They will have some lentils. I will say, yes, you know, let's, let's talk about peace and uh, harmony. Let's leave this fairy sauce alone for these children. They probably, I don't understand everything, even though it's explained to me in, in a, when not even part of this story. The children, I said, tell me again, what the hell is this thing? And why are you not adults? And what the heck? And I don't know. But, but children, that's, my understanding is not that important of this, making sense of it, uh, making sense of it and all that. Don't worry. You know, I won't. All I want you to understand is don't be afraid, okay? So I'm going to call in Cinderella. Now, don't worry, I won't be shouting. Always with her, I had a cool, cruel, cool, cruel countenance, I, I believe. So, okay, Greasy, good, good, good. Don't worry. No, here, children, gather round. Now, I have to tell you, I have a special couple friend. well, a special friend named Gonzalo. He will... He's just about your age, a little bit older. 
younger in body, more mature, though, as far as he's a very sure. So he's going to help you. All your little fairy godparents or parents or whatever the heck they are, they will be so overjoyed. I would hope they are getting healthy as we speak. I don't know how long that will take. But in order to make sure they get healthy, would you like, Greasy, you've been worried about them, I know. You've pushed it away, but you will return to them. And Gonzalo's going to teach you how to make bone broth. Who would would volunteer to make bone broth? Who would want to learn that to help me? It's very hard work, I tell you. It won't be easy. Oh, 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 many volunteers. Well, who who volunteer then to spoon bone broth into the lips of fairy godparents? Oh, all of you. Oh, wow. It is very hard work. You must balance a spoon. Balance the broth in a spoon. Do I, I, well, I know you could all handle it. I see you sitting up straight. Whoever is sitting up the straightest. Oh, you are equally all sitting up straight. Oh, children. Now I'm going to need also some special, special children to help me. Well, well, help Gonzalo. Uh, you know, in, when you are done with that, you will have to sing to the fair. Is anyone good at singing or making? Oh, wait, you are all actors. I forgot. I'm dealing with a troupe of performing artists. Oh, goodness, these fairy godparents. So are you ready? Okay, so are you ready for me to act? You're ready to help me help your fairy godparents. In some sense, children, in a selfish way, will be helping you. Will be? Don't you feel good already? Puffing up your chest, sitting up straight with your arms. Now, who is going to be brave for me? All of you. And it won't be easy. No, it won't. Who is not going to worry about me when I I I, I act strangely and say, "Turn your back on Agatha forever"? Well, we'll work on that. You'll see when you see when you hear. Okay, bring in Cinderella now. Ah, yes, there she is, children. The, uh, no, no, Greasy, remember, I trained you in Xerox and your parts, okay. Uh, now, bring me, hello, Cinderella. It is I, Agatha, your stepmother. Maybe you remember me. You do. She, she, no, you don't need to unloose her mouth just yet. I don't need to hear one word from her. I am going to be the one. You know, we've finally captured you. You might be confused, say. You were saying quite a few nasty things about me, my dear. Yes, you made one small error in trusting me. Yes, I insidiously won myself into your good graces. Cinderella and acted like all I desired was your love, your approval. Your, 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 that I just wanted a little bit of your goodness to to shine on me and seep through my pores and and have now maybe, maybe and maybe you fell for that, but you know evil is as evil does, Cinderella and I am a woman full of ambition, full of and I'll tell you what I'll just cut to the chase. You might say, what I don't understand your your good friend up there, the bearded man. Uh, Prince Pumpernickel, as I like to call him, and I can tell by your confused eyes you've never heard that term. It's a secret term we use with each other. And no, you won't get a chance to ask him any questions. For we, yes, I, I said, well, uh, I, I made him an offer he could not refuse, a fairy source of endless power, um, a minor 
minor size kingdom with fresh water supplies, a uh, mines nearby, whatever. I don't even know the assets of your kingdom, Cinderella, our kingdom, soon to be my kingdom. You understand, I will be ruling in your stead as I have ruled in your stead. Uh, people will learn to love me when they see me empowered by the fairy power of some such things. And, and you, oh dear, you, 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 what are you asking me? Well, you can take off her thing, Greasy. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, you're saying this doesn't make any sense to you, Cinderella. Well, let's say... Uh, uh, what do you mean, what doesn't make sense? Uh, how would I have contacted Prince Pumpernickel? Well, across time and space, of course. Well, why Why would I let you... Well, yes, you, you think you're seeing holes in my evil plan, but let me, let me just have you look upon this. This wall of bamboo holds upon it. You might say, why would you cast me into a pit of lentils? Well, why would I have made you sit in the hearth full of, uh, of ash? Remember these days, Cinderella, you might say, I don't believe any of this, that you're an evil woman, Agatha. Uh, you, you might say, I, I, I thought you would have reformed your ways, or you were just immoderately... Not evil, but, you know, grouchy, reform, wrong, wrong, wrong. You might say, oh, this doesn't make any, everything you're saying is gobbled and sounds like you're making it up because you were so busy with so many other plans, figuring out so many angles, you didn't have time to construct a speech for me. Uh, don't you think, Cinderella? Well, well, that would be wrong, Cinderella, for I have a pit of lentils. For I thought these lentils would be the uh, perfect symbol for me of, of, of choice. You say, well, would I want lentils? Just plain lentils. Who would choose to uh, create a pit of lentils? Why? Well, why lentils? Easy to get through, to get to the bottom. You might say, well, that's not a bad idea with this antechamber and the larger chamber behind it. And the passage out of this place and into your kingdom, you might say, well, is a, is a, is starting to sound like not such an evil plan anymore that she, she's talking about. But, but, but you see these lentils, each little lentil, I remember watching you pick them up and then falling asleep, reawakening, seeing you still trying to pick out lentils in the hearth mixed in with ash. And to this day, I say, why be so cruel, Agatha? What, what, what was wrong with you? And you could say, well, you were, you know, mistreated by my husbands, mistreated by my step-siblings, mistreated by life, imbalanced chemically, too much sunshine that day, too much red wine. Or I could just say, I wanted to, right, I don't know, Cinderella, there's something in, inside me, almost something living inside me, a creature. Well, that's what I used to tell myself, some sort of creature that would make me do those things. And it would, I'd say, well, that didn't, I, 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 well, did it feel good to punish Cinderella so? Did it feel good to be so mean? 
Am I... It's terribly confusing being a mean, cruel stepmother. Sometimes. Other times it was very clear and very... Uh, my default mode, I suppose. And, and then something changed, you know, all these adventures and... And saying, well, now that I have nothing and you are the, the queen and the prince, what the time you were the prince, I said, well, I still, I uh, maybe, and you said, no, 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 you, your basic thing was, oh, I could reform Agatha, and I will, and I did, because, you know, by showing me kindness, by making me learn empathy and compassion, you, you thought, but there's still this giant pit of lentils, you see. And I'm not talking about the one out there just feet away from me. I'm talking about the ones inside. For then I was like, well, maybe it isn't some creature that's some, you know, a, a parasite that makes me mean. Maybe it's a preference. Maybe it's who I am. And you, you, you're still, you're shaking your head, Cinderella. You're saying, what, I'm just talking to use up time. Well, uh, technically, you could be correct, but uh, technically you could be incorrect, for I am about to become one with these these lentils. And you might say, well, there's a... What? See, I could still take a tone with you, Cinderella, like you're a little girl and not a queen. Did you like how I said that? What? What? Yes, that's what I specialize in, taking a tone that is both degrading and demeaning, dismissive, makes you feel diminutive. That's both uh, many more D things for I. Maybe I don't know. I I don't know, Cinderella. Basically, uh, here's the deal. That that stuff I told you earlier about bonding with this buffoon up there is a lie. I'm going to take over this kingdom. I am going to become a creature of evil, uh, unfortunately. Uh, this boy is not acting, children. You need to leave with Cinderella. That, that is the deal. I'm going to uh, bond with these lentils and become an evil queen. I'm going to rise up. I'm going to destroy this man and his army. What what, what they don't know is that the uh, ogres have already taken the gem from you, Cinderella, while you were tied up, and they've sealed the door, the the, the, the fairy portal. And now they are tunneling us. They uh, they have more or less tunneled the way out of uh, out of the you know out of the kingdom. They have tunneled their way out. And the ogres. These are the ogres, by the way. Cinder. I don't think I did a possible possible uh, pop, pop. What is that called? Proper introduction to you. These are ogres. 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 Long story, Cinderella. Someone will fill you in back at the kingdom. I don't trust anything Dan says or Cliff. Clifford, maybe. You'll have to deal with them, Cinderella, because you'll be queen. Uh, you will return. Uh, you will return with the ogres. They're good, goodish people. Uh, you have to do some sort of negotiating with them. I can't It didn't go well with me in charge, but with you in charge, it'll be fine. You're going to take the children back, and you're going to escape. Now, meanwhile, I am going to turn into a... Like I said, I'm going to take all the evil inside me, and I'm going to exploit it, Cinderella. I'm going to dig deep into that darker half of mine. I'm I'm bond with each and every one of these lentils. I think I've infused them with all 
of my cruelness, and I'm going to exact the... I guess I have no reason to, I, I'm going to lash out at these troops out there in this king, and, and, and you will escape. Now, the problem is that all this land around us is infused with the same very energy I'll be exploiting for, to become... Don't worry, but you'll need to escape for it. won't be like, oh, Agatha has power, she can defend us. No, I'll go mad with... Uh, evil energy, I'm I'm sure of. You might say, well, how can you be sure, Agatha? Don't, don't question me, Cinderella. Don't risk it. Be off. Take the children with you. Keep them safe. Now, Greasy, Xerox, these are the children's leaders. They are a bit scared, but they will forgive you, Cinderella, for they think you abandoned them. See how nice she is? Look at those eyes. Those are not just sparkly eyes, children. Those are eyes of caring and concern for me. Cinderella's thinking. She can't speak for she wants to. Yes, uh, yes uh, what is your name? French fry? I don't know. Will you put a, put a, close her mouth back up, Cinderella's. Uh, tie Cinderella's mouth back up. I don't want to hear her touching speech about making her sacrifice. You all go, children. It's not safe to be here much longer. The ogres, they clearly understand. Right off, all of you will escape. It is It is not a... Now, go, oh, yes, oh, oh, greasy. Oh, Xerox, yes, I will hold you for a second. I'm going to become, believe it or not, children, I'm quite uh, interested. I'm going to bond with these lentils. I'm going to pour fairy magic on me, fairy sauce. And I wasn't kidding. I, I think uh, all these lentils uh, represent all the wrong I've done. And I'm going to become one with it. Now, children, I didn't tell, I don't want to tell Agatha this, but what is going to happen is I'm going to jeopardize the fairy sauce. And I have a strange feeling that that's not going to be okay with the fairy sauce. If I infuse a dark power, it, it will try to infuse. The thing about this, do what needs to be done. That's what I remember from the first story. I don't really remember the rules of fairy magic or the things, but I remember if you using fairy magic, you're supposed to do what needs to be done, and the fairy magic makes sure that happens. And what I need to do is turn super evil. And I know that says, well, as that doesn't, yes, uh, and then I will fight these soldiers, and something w will befall me, which will set things right, and then... Uh, what I'm ideally hoping, children, is that just to wipe everything out. You can come back with your fairy godparents. Hopefully, you know, I remember a tale where, you know, the evil got exploded or something and turned into fireworks, became flower seeds. And forever there was a bed of wild... Oh, no, no, no. That was a that was a boy that climbed up a... Uh, Hey, maybe, I don't know, maybe he stole the seeds and they fell out of his pocket as he was running from the giant, and that's why there was a bed of wealth. Anyway, that's what I am going to believe, children, and when you come and sniff the flowers with my friend Gonzalo, maybe you could bring the sheep here. No, don't, because I don't want sheep going to the bathroom on me if I my, my essence is now is flowers. As a matter of fact, I would prefer not to be flowers... I don't know what I, 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 well, ogres, uh, not scones or butter or cows either. Just remember me, tell the tale, instead of telling the tale of Agatha, tell the tale of uh, Miss Buttermaker Butterworth.
uh, Butterworth Buttermaker. I think that was it. Butterworth Buttermaker. Forget about me. Okay. Okay. It's okay, children. Go with Cinderella. Yes, I'm talking ogre now, children. You won't understand it. Because that means take the children against their will if you need to. You know, tempt them with the candy teeth of the creature first. And then, okay, go ahead, children. I need you to be brave. And remember, you've already promised me to help. So technically, you don't have a choice. Go ahead, go off, be off with you. Goodbye, Greasy. I love you so. Goodbye, Xerox. I do love you so. Remember, no sheep will pee on me. Well, hopefully, uh, yeah, just talk about it. Maybe teach butter making. Although I heard, yeah, hopefully, butter is a super, super healthy food or whatever the hell they called it. And not terribly, because I remember the one man from the... Anyway, not important, children. Hopefully, this all works out. My plan... What could possibly go wrong? Nothing could possibly go wrong when you're doing evil to do good. What you do? And I will be the best bodies, children. I've all listen. One more thing before you go. This is a it is a speech to end speaking. You know, uh, is uh, you know I have uh, always dreamed of being unbelievably mad with power. You know, I used to say, if I was a queen, I would nominate, and now I get to do that. I will, for a brief time, I'm sure I will feel, that that's what I'm hoping. What if it, if it does not work, you'll still be gone. If, if it doesn't work, I'll just be a distraction. I will make, I can act, children, just like I'm a mad uh, you know, lentil. I could say, oh, I have a lentil pit, pit lentil demons down here. Uh, you know, the children are gone. Oh, the children, no, maybe I'll just pretend. If, if the banshee just, oh, the children are sleeping, please don't wake them. And then I'll say, oh, let me show you to the fairy sorts right away, and then I'll buy some time. What are they going to do? So just be gone. Goodbye. You've already promised me. I, yes, I'll kiss your forehead. Says, no, 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 cheek. Oh, Greasy, okay, I'll kiss your cheeks. Okay, Cinderella, you've been listening in. Let me kiss you, my dear, and hug you. I'm sorry that... I, uh, Cinderella, I am sorry that I could not keep your kingdom as... Uh, I'm sorry you left me in charge of your kingdom. I did try my best, and this is what happened. Uh, total disaster, uh, hopefully averted. Well, as a, you know, make the best of a bad situation, as they say. Or may, trying to make it best of a good situation made it worse. Trying to fix that made it worse. Uh, then you hire to try to fake a pyramid thing that blew up. Then you, you ogre overtaking, and then you try to double cross them, trick them as you miss butter, make a butter worth, bring them. Uh, then I discover these children, find out. Uh, then we found the, I found the source, Cinderella. So there, there you go. And, and little does anyone know, it's flowing back into the kingdom now. So why don't you go check on the fairy godparents for the love of goodness gracious, as they would say. Have a scone. Goodbye. And I'm sorry for... Uh, being so incompetent that hopefully this is where my incompetence ends. One way or another, it probably will. Uh, and if you see a tattered letter man, uh, 
Well, that would be weird because he would have, maybe I, well, that would be strange. No, probably you won't, but take good care of Gonzalo for me, Cinderella. If he was only older, I'd say marry him, but I don't know, he's, he's under age, not of age to even, he could probably hold hands. You don't have a daughter, but anyway, not important, okay? So, uh, goodbye. Goodbye. I have work to do. The, the soldiers are screaming, so I'm going to go deal with that. And with that, they were riding off, and I am going to the edge of. And I'm. This is my plan, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, like I said, I, I think maybe I will. I was kind of joshing about that, uh, becoming an evil little queen. But now I'm thinking, well, maybe I'm going to dump this whole jar of fairy. Magical essence on my head, and and then go, you know, work my way to the surface. I figured out a way to shift my weight. If I'm like a worm, I can actually go upward in the lentils. It's quite fun. So if I'm going to, in the lentils, they go down my dress, the back, and the front, and they tickle me, and then uh, you know, uh, you know, then my socks have lentils. But whatever, I won't be worried about it for long. So yes, this is I. I so they're gone, and I'm going. Why don't we just go? Why don't you come along with me and see what happens? Well, I'll be telling you. Oh no, this will be. Yes, why don't you come along, and I will. I will have. I have a, hmm. So let, let's go and see what'll happen. Let's go to this pentacle. Join me as I worm my way up through the lentils, and let's see what happens. <sighs> okay. I'm just going to take a few breaths here and wriggle into these lentils and push any doubts of all the convenience anyway, wriggling. They're yelling to me. They hear the dogs are barking. I'm coming up. Queen of lentils coming to the surface. Okay, I'm going to pour, oh dear, maybe I should have, well, this is, at least there's a lid on this container. I'll wriggle up, uh, hopefully they won't strike the, oh dear, I should have poured this on my head before I got to the surface. But anyway, I'm here. I'm popping my head up, no arrows. Uh, uh, I don't know how my voice carries with these, anyway, pop. And I look around, and there I am, surrounded by soldiers and barking dogs. And there, not far from the edge, is a regal bearded man looking quite unhappy with me. And he, he says to me, Hey, you, uh, queen, queen of lentils, uh, who, who, who the hell are you? And I say, I'm the, I am the queen of, I am, I, I am the queen of lentils, correct. And much worse than that, I'm the defender of this kingdom, and you're falling into my trap. And he laughs, and he says, uh, Your trap, a giant, four-headed, wrinkled-faced woman whose permanent scowl is frightening to men and beasts alike. Except for the dogs, they're not frightened so easily. And I say, Well, you, 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 you're mistaken, then. And I, and I say, hey, Let me just uh, sort of freshen up a bit before we get familiar. And then I took the jar of fairy essence. I poured it over my head like a, 
It flowed like an invisible liquid. And they said, what are you doing, you mad woman? And they said, pull her out of the pit. And a couple men came close to the pit, and I suddenly felt my, it was like my limbs had grown in extension. And they got close to the pit, and I reached out my fingers, and the tips of my fingers reached into the, became lentils. I, I can't describe the feeling. It was so, so organic. I, I felt like my fingers were, uh, like I had lentil, I can't just, it felt like normal fingers. And I felt so normal, I didn't say, wow, that's strange, my fingers are 30 feet long, no wrapping around these men and pulling them into the lentil pit, and now I'm, I'm laughing, and suddenly my abdomen is one with lentils, like a giant weaving, almost like a snake woman, but not as frightening because the lentils, you know, they're not as shiny as scales. And then I hear myself cackling with mad anger. Now, not I won't cackle now, but I cackled and I said, you have awoken a darkness darker than your beard. Is that, and I, by the way, is that your natural beard color? And he said, it is. And I said, oh, well, you have, you you a good stock, but you made one mistake crossing Cinderella. And he said, well, I thought you were looking for vengeance, you and your, your crazed children. Looking for where, where are they? And I said, they've been absorbed into the lentils. And he said to me, you lie. And I said, well, well who are you two? And then the soldiers, I noticed he was distracting me as soldiers. Gathered around me, they started throwing spears, but to throw a spear into a pit of lentils is like throwing a spear into a pit of lentils. It is uh, senseless. And I, 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 then I noticed I could flick out lentils like little uh, powerful, you know, little, little, those kids, they were shooting spitballs. These were lentil balls, but traveling at a very high pace, enough to, uh, unfortunately, for the people and the man. End uh, a soldier's career as a soldier, we shall say. And as a, as some of his men fell down, he said, "Troops gather close," and they they gathered in. And he said, "We were." And he, he, he was a brave man. I said, "I said, uh, I usually uh, double crosses with secret plans like cowards. You are no cowards, sir." And he said, "You are the coward. You you." Double cross me with a secret double cross, I believe. And I say you're correct in that, for you're trapped in here with me, the grain of lentils. And then I spun around. It was quite, oh, the feeling of spinning when you are both a solid and uh, not a liquid, but a flowing, you know, globules. Oh, it felt like magical. I spun around in circles. I almost lost. But then I noticed I could shoot little lentils out. I took out some more of his soldiers, not, not many, just enough to make my point. And I said, uh, you still feeling courageous, sir? And he said, well, courageous but not confident. What, what is your game, beast? And I said, uh, well, I said, usually it would be a long, drawn-on speech, but I've given too many speeches today, sir. So I suppose I could just take you all out. How many soldiers do you have on the outside? And he said, plenty. And I said, well, the, 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 they won't stay true to you when they know you're trapped in here with the lentil queen, lentil beast. And I could see this man. He was, I was like, well, I could see why Cinderella, she fell under his, 
Yeah, he said, he's got keen eyes. I can feel his brain calculating both. You know, he must have an equal sides, good and evil, just like a, you know, 51% evil brain. Or maybe he, and I said, what did you, what was your plan here? Capture the fairy source, take over the continent, defend us from invaders from foreign lands or some bullshit. And he said uh, something like, he said, unify the kingdoms for I. In Cinderella were the last royals, you know, the great purges of the kings and the lesser kings. Very few houses escaped those purges, but, you know, the house of the man Cinderella married in my house. And he said, you know, I was spoke to many of the, I had heard from many letters from the, and he went on and on about commerce and unified commerce and the same garbage Clifford's friends were spewing trickle down this uh, by lifting the standards for the highest man, the lowest man would bootstrap himself by inspiration and by keeping you commas go away. I don't they said oh, that's a load of crap, you sir. And he said it's not I have an economic economic studios uh, and I said, I you sound like a crap a craponomic you and but then I noticed I could feel the fairy energy even in the earth, so I shook the earth. I said, Do I have your attention now? And he said you do and I noticed I had shook the earth so that Water was releasing and strange stinky gases and things. And I said, well, this feels even more wonderful. Wet, wet, uh, my pit is filling with water and I'm lentils. It is like I'm having a bath. But I'm also, I'm also buoyant. Uh, and, I, and then I noticed I was saying that out loud, but he was studying me. And I said, well, I, I am a creature of evil now, a little beast. We could, shall we just battle nonstop? How many soldiers do you have left? And I noticed probably he had quite a few, but I said, well, I just have a little. And then I saw him sniff at the air. And then I saw him. He said, okay. He said, well, we, we, she goes, he, he backed up. And I said, oh, maybe I should just take him out. Why am I debating him? But he, he did feel like my equal. I felt like it would be cheap to just hit him in the forehead with a lentil and then take it. I was, and that isn't very, very brave for a courageous man. I was hoping he would, like, take his sword and dive into the lentil pit and then I would absorb him in and shoot him back out and, you know, throw fists at him and he would block it with his shield and, you know, I'd shoot lentil bits and he would hit it away with his sword. Much, much action. But he backed away, and he conferred with his soldiers. And then I said, what was this? And the air was thick with this thick, stinky gas. And I said, hmm. And then I noticed, he said, it's time for some lentil stew, boys. And his soldiers, they started started firing up their uh, torches. And I said, what is that? Lentil stew. And then they cast the torches at me, and I noticed the gas igniting, and the water around me starting to bubble and boil. I said, oh dear, I'm, I'm heating up here. And his soldiers began throwing uh, the torches into the water, and the gas began to ignite, and uh, I, I think the gas... 
had both permeated. I, I, I would later. I, I was like, "This is fracking terrible." I meant to say fucking terrible, but but I, I said this was fracking around in the earth. I and I, again, I was so. And then I watched as the water heated, the earth heated even, which you never wanted. The earth is like an oven when a warm earth. So it's like I was being baked in wa- baked inside of water, being boiled. Not sure if that's poaching. My daughter, my daughter attempted to, you know, she was running the inn's kitchen. She was not the cook. She was the um, you know, one in charge. And the cook said, "What? Why don't we poach some eggs, my dear?" And she said, "What the?" Hell? And she told me, "I said, what the hell is that?" And she said, "Exactly, mother." That's what I said, and then he said, a poached egg is cooked in water. I said, what, you cook an egg in water with its shell on, hot boil? And they said, oh, no, 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 without its shell. I said, what, are you a fool? You poach, I'll poach you. You're trying to rip my daughter off. And he said, no, 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 I'm paid, whether I, you know, for whatever. I said, you're wasting egg in water, and then, but now as the... But now as the water heated around me and the soldiers gathered around me and they kept lighting gas and they backed off as there was a huge flame. But it was the very earth that was, uh, you know, baking the water around me, I don't know if that was poaching again, I'm not sure, you know, kept them, you know, from from getting, you know, they would have to dodge a gas jet would flame up around them. But they sat and watched, and I said, oh, no, I guess I am poaching. I can see the egg would solidify. The cook had tried to show me, and I ended up knocking the pot on the ground. I said, none of your witchcraft. And I began to heat up, and my temper began to heat up, but my, I noticed the lentils. Like, suddenly I felt sluggish. The, the, the serpentine-like motion of loose lentils mixed with fairy magic, mixed with... You know, the powers and shaking, and now I felt slow and, and thickening. I felt like I was thickening, and, 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 and then I said, oh, no, I'm absorbing the liquid that is the cooking liquid, but there is not enough for the gases. And, I, and they, they chanted, and they began marching around me, saying, queen of lentils, baba, bentos, spicer. I said, you're going to... And, I, and then the gas was heady, and I was I was becoming. I was this this is this the end? Am I being cooked? Am I just losing consciousness? What is it? It's so irritating that handsome bearded man with the uh, wily eyes. I should have taken him out the easy way, and I drifted off to children and other people listening to this tale. I drifted to the land of dreams. Oh, to the land of crossing over, I do not know. I just know I drifted, drifted away. Drifted in a dream-like world of, 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 of sound, small sulfur-like smells, of slow-moving lentils that still retain the shape of in this lentil slurry created from the very lentil itself, which so thick and unyielding, and I drifted away, sinking in my own lentil morass. Oh, into a dream like, well, why don't you sleep as I sleep too? Hopefully this tale will continue too. Lentil, lentil, 
Stir me up, please. I'm coagulating, maybe. I, and, and I'd like to be evenly cooked if I... Is this poaching? I don't know. Oh, no, lentil queen. Goodbye, bye, 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 bye. Maybe I'm sleeping, though. Don't worry.